13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones. Hey, I'm Bex, and this is Fun Kids Meets, the podcast where we meet your heroes. Recently, I caught up with actor, writer, and comedian Ben Miller to find out about his brand new book. I'm really well, thank you. (laughs) You see, this is the joy you can have in the studio. And you've brought with you a brand new book. I have, here it is. The Night We Got Stuck in a Story. This is my my new storybook for readers of all ages, but especially... 7 to 11. Yeah, and it's uh, an absolute page turner. Absolute page turner. What a cracker. Well, I can um, say it because I've read it. So I did turn every page, which is handy. I I'm can not say allowed to with... praise my own book, am I? But yeah, so basically, I, the very, very short pitch mm-hmm. for the book is that uh, Lana and Harrison go to stay with um, Nana and Grandad. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of Nana and Grandad's garden is a hollow tree. And they discover if they climb up this hollow tree, they can go into their bedtime story. What a great pitch. That's a, that's a lovely old pitch. But here's the thing, Ben yeah. Miller. Okay. okay. In, in your book, you have a lot of riddles. Lots of riddles. Lots of you riddles. love riddles, love of riddles. course. And what I've done here is, I, every question I ask you, I'm going to ask you a riddle beforehand. So to get wow. more information about your book to the audience. Amazing. You're going to have to solve some riddles, or at least pretend to try I, and solve I'll them. Pretend to try and solve some riddles. So, so it's basically one riddle, one book-related question. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. Well, that, you know, depending on how well you do. Uh, so I'll start you off easy and then I'll ask you a question about your book. Okay. okay. What gets wet while drying? A towel. Yes. Congratulations. Ah. Great. Okay. The first question I had to ask you was, uh, in the book, you have lots of amazing pictures, obviously, as usual. Um, you've got a character who looks a lot like Alexander Armstrong. Did you know? Is that Yasha? Yeah. Yes. I thought he looked a bit like... Um, a journalist called A.A. Gill. Oh, really? <laughs> but you're right. Yes, he does. He looks a bit like Alexander Armstrong. It's not meant to be Alexander okay, Armstrong. Okay, I'm just checking. That's a coincidence. I wasn't sure whether you'd kind of put that in there on purpose. Also, I don't do the drawings. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely, it definitely wasn't. You've got an amazing character, Lana, and you've got her brother, Harrison. Yes. And they love climbing this tree. Can you tell us about how amazing this tree is? I'll tell you a little bit about this tree. So um, what's really extraordinary about this tree is it kind of has a face. So it has two eye... It's a hollow tree. It has two eye holes, a nose hole and a mouth. And Harrison and Lana love to climb in through the mouth of the tree into the hollow. And Lana's really excited at the beginning of this story because for the first time she thinks she's going to be tall enough to reach the handholds on the inside of the tree and climb right up to the top, which is something that she's seen lots of other children, seen lots of other children do. Anyway, once she's there, along comes a builder and a scientist. And the builder says, we're going to cut the tree down and we're going to build houses over this marsh that the tree is in the middle of. And the scientist says, you can't do that because there's a very special, rare type of spider living in this marsh called a golden diving bell spider. 
And the builder says, well, let's ask the children. He says to Lana, well, what do you want? Do you want a smelly old hollow tree or do you want an adventure playground? And Lana says, hang on a minute. Adventure playground. And he says, yes. Well, when we not, when we, when we build all the houses, we're going to build an adventure playground. And Lana thinks, ooh, save, save spiders, have an adventure playground. She said, I'd like an adventure playground. Fair enough. To, to be honest, you would say that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as any, as I certainly would have said. I would have said that, If yeah. somebody had asked me the question. But Lana then feels guilty. She feels like she's betrayed the spiders. And when Nana is reading her, her bedtime story, she, which is Beowulf, she can't sleep. Um, and um, she wakes up with this golden thread tied around her finger. And the golden thread is pulling, pulling on her finger. And the thread leads her and Harrison on an adventure. It leads them up through the hollow tree into her bedtime story, into her own version of Beowulf. But instead of the monster that you have in Beowulf, in this world, there's a spider queen who really wants to teach Lana a lesson. She wants to teach her the value of spiders. Are you, are, how do you feel about spiders? Oh, well, I was going to ask you this question as well, ah, actually. Okay. But before I do, hang on a second. Oh, riddle. What has one eye but can't see? Mm. A needle. Yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> somebody knows their riddles. Oh, somebody's prepared. Um, I'm okay with spiders, actually. My friends are hate you? them. I'm one of the few people I know who can quite happily cup them and take them outside. Me too. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. I'm fine with spiders. Well, I used to be scared of them. We call it arachnophobia, don't we, when we're scared of spiders. I used to be scared of spiders when I was little. And then I and then I remember reaching an age, right, it was funny, about 10 or 11, and suddenly I wasn't scared anymore and I could pick them up. And, yeah. you know, I kind of then started to think they're quite cool. What I love about spiders is, and if you get the chance, have, um, you know, your parents or your carer, I could show you maybe on the internet, but you can see spiders' faces are some of the best things. Are they? Because I imagine they're cl- close up, they don't have like loads of eyes and they're a bit creepy. Well, they they look really cute. I mean, a lot of them are quite furry. They'll tell you what, they really remind me of the honey monster. Okay. That's what a spider looks like. Because they quite often have a two big round eyes. Some of them have got up to eight eyes, but the other eyes are always really quite small. They're like in a, you know, usually in a little line between mm-hmm. their other two big eyes. And... Um, and they have these these really quite cute faces. I'm I'm pretty sure if we could see spiders close up, we would just love spiders. We think they were really cute. You're one of like three people who think spiders are cute. People can tolerate <laughs> spiders, but people don't think they're cute. There's some cute spiders in my story, but that's the whole thing. It's like Lana gets when she really um I don't want to give away the story mm. too much, but she goes on this incredible adventure and she really gets to meet to properly meet and get to know. One spider in particular, who is a proper character and is just absolutely adorable and funny and and actually Lana finds quite handsome. <laughs> well, yeah, again, I'm going to ask you, I was going to ask you a question about this lovely spider uh, before I ask, I have to ask you a riddle. Um, I think this is quite hard, this one. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Oh, I like that. Now, that, I think that's really hard. Oh, well, I have... Cities, but no houses. Cities. Mountains, but no trees. Mountains. Water, but no fish. Cities, but no houses. Oh, I love this riddle. I've <laughs> never even heard this one before. I feel disappointed by the answer. No idea. Absolutely no idea. Well, according to the internet, the answer is a map. Oh, no. I did think a picture, actually. Yeah. I did think a well, picture. Well, thinking's no good. That's no, not a, that's, no, but I wouldn't have been the right answer yeah. either. 
It's a map, of course it is. So back to Elvis. Yes, That's back who we're to talking Elvis. About. Elvis yeah, the spider. Elvis the spider. Yeah, so he has a quiff like Elvis. Um, he's uh, yeah, he's a bit of a leader. Mm-hmm. He's he's quite groovy. Yeah. He's quite funny. So you've got so basically you've got Lana and she's trying to rescue her brother from this crazy world. That's right, because um, as I say, she goes into sort of into the story of Beowulf, but instead of a monster, the story of Beowulf was about a warrior called Beowulf who saves a village from a monster called Grendel. And in my story, Lana really becomes, well, she becomes kind of the Beowulf character. She's got to save this village from what they think is a monster, but actually turns out, well, I don't want to spoil this whole story, but it turns out to be um, a spider queen, a, a queen who's capable of changing between being a, a human form queen and being a spider. And this spider queen kidnaps her brother and she's got to get her brother back you can have a PhD in spiders That's, I'll, I'll give you one uh, and next up we've got to obviously do a riddle is this going to be harder than the other riddle because that was <clears> really that was pretty hard, hard. I, think, I think you'll get this one I think you seem to be pretty savvy with riddles what is so fragile that saying its name breaks it what is so fragile uh, silence yes Oh, oh my amazing. goodness. Wow, this is pretty good. Um, so there's also lots of really fun bits in the book as well. You've got a bit with Chinese whispers, which really made me laugh. Yes. Where it's like the spiders are talking to each other and it gets further down the line. Always gets um, the message, always gets completely mangled. It doesn't seem to work to me. You know, the idea of, you know, passing a, you know, so the idea is there's so many of these spiders and they're, they're very, um, you know, they're all very cooperative. Yeah. But, but, you know, inevitably, as you sort of pass the message down the line, it just gets changed. So by the time the end, the spider at the end of the chain is telling them the instruction, it's just something completely different. I loved it. It made me laugh out loud. But it made me think, like, does the book could be put into to made into a film or something? Have you? I would love that. Like, yeah, I would love I, this. That. Obviously, I've read all of your books, Ben, as you know. Yeah. And this was one of them where I was like, I can imagine this being made into a kind of like a big, long film for like a Christmas TV. Kind oh, of wow. Thank you. Yeah, well, that would be wonderful. Would I mean, I'm so sorry. I have no power. For it. I'm so sorry to lead you on. I can't commission it myself. I thought you were going to make it. I thought you were about to say, I am going to make and this film. Finally, my life's work. I've got the BBC commissioner. Sadly, I can't do it, but I think you should. But I was wondering if you were to make this book into a TV show, what would you cast yourself as? What character? Oh, who would I play? I don't think. Oh, I'd have to play. Oh, this. Yeah, I'd have to play the um, builder, the sort of. Um, yeah, there's a builder. Um, I love, he's called Carl Ellis. Yes. What makes me laugh about Carl Ellis particularly is that he always wears shorts. I'm a big fan of um, grown-up men who always wear shorts, even way out of season. Um, now, I've got one more riddle that I really, really enjoyed, but I don't know whether this will work, whether you'll like it. Uh, what kind of room has no windows or doors? <laughs> This is such a silly one, but it really made me A laugh. mushroom. Yes! <laughs> I don't know why that really tickled me. I was like, yeah, big fan of that. Yes, really big fan. brilliant. Pretty happy with that. Brilliant. Um, all right, then. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about your brand new book. Thanks, Bex. Bex. Thanks, Bex. Really Thanks for it. inviting me. That was Ben Miller, and I love talking to him every time he comes to the Fun Kids studio. He is so much fun, and I love that he always does my quizzes as well. Now, remember, if you do love this podcast, you can also listen to the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast where I chat to lots of other brilliant authors. Go and check it out. Thirteen-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. 
thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.